Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to part two of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. For those of you that are watching on the Bill Belichick InstaFace app, uh, that's on YouTube or Facebook. <laughs> Welcome. I know you all have been with us for the both parts. Our Facebook community is the largest of everything. I mean, we have over 100,000 followers on Facebook and our YouTube channel is growing. I think we're nearing 8,000 subscribers. So if you're just finding this video hit the uh like button subscribe we appreciate it and i'm joined as always by brian anthony davis and dave schofield all right let's um i wanted to ask you guys some questions i said this earlier when we were talking about what we wanted to do with the show i said i just felt like it it's been the same thing for the last three weeks like it really has been and, and everyone's losing so i was like you know what? i'm gonna mix it up i'm gonna mix, i want to talk about the steelers fan base i want to ask you all some questions about the fans because we <laughs> are fans. But we also interact with fans in a different way. So whether it's Twitter, whether it's the comment section of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, or whether it's here in the live chat for those that are watching live. My first question is, we all know Steeler fans that are annoying. Okay? It doesn't mean that you don't talk about the team, but there can be some annoying fans in Steeler Nation. All right, so what is the most annoying thing that some fans do to you like not to you but that do in general brian i'm gonna start with you like what's that one thing that if a fan does you're like oh gosh super super cringe here oh gosh there's a few of them i'm gonna i'm gonna actually dig down deep on this one and i'm going to say Steelers just don't know how to draft 
<laughs> That's a good oh, one. we know we've heard this from Brian before. You're exactly right. I love it. I've done entire shows on this where I've broken it down. They don't know how to draft. So that's a good one. Dave, what about you? It drives me nuts. And it's funny because this is almost every Steeler fan that does this. So I'm sorry, all Steelers nation. Um, It drives me nuts when we assume that what we see is everything going on. Yeah. You know, there is so much more to this team inside the UPMC Rooney sports complex and every not in practice in meetings, which is probably the majority of it. We, I mean, that's what I have another one I want to bring up too. Um, but we'll, we'll, I'll finish this. You one. better is not we take think, mine. You better not take mine. I, no, I'll let you okay. go. And then I want to, I want to jump <laughs> like in 17. Okay? I want to bring up. Okay. <laughs> but the, the whole notion that what we see, we know so much better what they should do because we can identify exactly what's happening when we, it's an iceberg. You know, we're lucky if we see that 10% above the surface because so much of what's going on is that 90% of the ocean. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Mine is the fan that doesn't know the team. So <laughs> I knew watching, that's what you were going to say. So they're watching the game. Oh, these guys stink. Who is that? Who's that guy? Or you see him after, you know, it's spring. Hey, what do you think about the draft? Oh, who did we who did who did they get? Or they say we, which is nothing that bothers me. Yeah. Who did we get? Well, we didn't get anyone. They did, but we didn't. But so like, how do you not know? How do you not know? I remember I, I used to work with a teacher. I'm not gonna say names or anything, but this individual labeled themselves the number one Steeler fan. Labeled themselves, had a jersey with it on it had it like a sticker for their car. And I'll never forget my first year teaching with this individual. Don't teach with them anymore. Uh, I said, Hey, what did you think about the draft? Who? And I'm like, you didn't watch the draft. What? That was, was that this weekend? I'm thinking, Oh my goodness. So then I tell the, this teacher who they drafted knew nothing about the plastic. Like, you know what? You're, you claw yourself the number one fan. Yet you don't even know the team. Don't even know the team. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, 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 and by the way, Tyler W brings it up. He said, "I said that with Witherspoon." Now, look, Akella Witherspoon. When the Steelers traded for him, I even said, "Who the heck is this guy?" I don't know all yeah. this, all of the NFL, but I do know the Steelers players. We'll put it that way. So, Brian, did you have another one you wanted to bring up? Well, actually, I want to piggyback uh, on yours because one of the most famous games that you could remember one of the most famous mishaps in a game was when james harrison was the long snapper in against the october, giants october of 2008 <laughs> against the giants i was there and i had my radio on and i said to the people around me i'm like greg warren got hurt man that's gonna that's gonna stink everybody around me season ticket holders were like who's greg warren i'm like <laughs> what you don't know who Greg Sure, he's the long snapper. You're not going to get your number 60 jersey. I get that. You don't have a trading card of Greg Warren. I know, but it was just one of those things that, yeah, there, there's some people that, uh, there's some people that claim that uh, don't know who these guys are. Now, everybody in our live chat, I will say that they know that they know the team well and they know who a Greg Warren or a Mike Schneck from the past, they know who these guys are. So I get that. But if I had to say one and I will indict the live chat in this and I will just say gives up way too early. Just doesn't put the perspective in 
there has not ever been the only time there's been a 17 and 0 team was when they won the Super Bowl back in 1972 and that was the Miami Dolphins. You're not going to see that 17 and 0 team for the entire season. It's just not going to happen. And so that's kind of something that drives me absolute crazy that you just give up real quick. You realize that teams are going to lose. Even look at baseball. Your greatest teams, you know, still lose. Some of the greatest teams of all time still lost 40 games that season. You know, so that's that's something to look at there. So that, that's something that kind of <laughs> now Wes, I actually didn't call Wes out there. I uh, but I mean, Wes had a good. No, point I, I can I can I can vouch for this one because I've watched games at Brian's house before, and I know people that watch games with Brian. And one of my best friends in the world. Early. Yeah, they <laughs> so give I know, up. I, I know I know what what he's saying. I play trivia with this the same gentleman that Dave's talking about. One of my best friends in the world. We would miss one question. We would miss one question in the first round all night. Slam the pen down. We stink. We're done. You know, and, yeah. and then we win by 30 points. You know, yeah. I mean, there's just there's just some negative people, and I gotta understand yeah. that that there's negativity. Wes did say earlier in the live chat, you know, you know, the fact that you know that you have fans that aren't completely optimistic to the fact that, that people get get mad that when they're not optimistic, you're allowed to be negative and pessimistic towards your team, but I'm just saying give it time. I mean, don't give up with the first touchdown scored against you in the, uh, and uh, you're losing 14, nothing or whatever against Buffalo. And then you're, we're done. It's a good one. Dave, you had another one. I, I, I have two more. Go okay. One of them is, and I know this is going to maybe ruffle some feathers. I'm sorry, but the whole absolutely obsessed with Ben Roethlisberger practicing on Wednesdays. <laughs> that yeah. kind of drives me nuts because what drives me crazy is we've actually had people you know this i don't think this, it was in the live chat i'm pretty sure it was on the website um, but it might have been someone who does the does the live chat as well literally thought he sat at home all day on wednesdays <laughs> i'm like he's at the building to do his interview do you think he leaves and goes back home and the thing is, they think just because he's not doing the team portion of practice that he's not working, that he's not involved in the game plan, that he's not working on something technical with his form. He might just not be throwing the ball. He might be working on his footwork. He might be working on memorizing the game plan. He might have a bunch of other things that he's doing that I think they put so much stock in the fact that he's not out there in team time on Wednesday because he has to then show up on the injury report. People were so obsessed with that. It doesn't mean that he He's not working. And also, as Coach Tomlin has said, that it it means that what would you rather have with your 39-year-old quarterback? Someone who got more work in a practice but hasn't recovered to actually be able to throw the ball and then is sore all the way until the next game or give him that the, the recovery time that the old man needs? Okay, that's one. Another one is going to ruffle some feathers too because I don't mind when people say this, but it's your attitude about it. And that is... I've been a fan since the seventies. <laughs> that drives me nuts just because I know it's great that you've been a fan since the seventies. It really is. But if you think that just because you've been a fan since the seventies, that you instantly know more than everybody else, that's not my dad's been a fan since the seventies and he knows he doesn't know as much about it as I do. You know, I've, I guess I, I technically couldn't have been a fan in the seventies because I would have been two in the time it was over. 
But that's great that you were, but don't think that that, that, that means that anyone who was a fan since then can't n- know nearly as much as what you do because everybody's different. Sorry. It's also the people that <laughs> say they want to write. I want to, I want to write for the website. I've been a fan since the seventies. Can you put sentences together? Yeah, yeah, coherent you know, I'm kind of thinking of that, <laughs> of that as well. You know, just I want to do a podcast. It. Have you ever talked on the microphone outside of like to someone? Anyways, we have some super chats to get to. I wanted to break up a little bit. Hey, Felicia, Felicia gives us five bucks. Thank to watch the games, uh, watch any games, but did I miss something? Explain the Aaron Rodgers coming to Steelers. Love you all. So this, I think, started, I'd obviously Steelers fans wanted Aaron Rodgers uh, when things started going south in Green Bay. But I think also when he went on Pat McAfee, which he does every Tuesday, it's, a, it's really a great segment if you get to listen to it. He's yeah. very honest about the NFL, the life in the NFL. And he spoke very glowingly of Pittsburgh. And he knew a lot of stuff about the town, the tan and he even mentioned pittsburgh dad brian's favorite comedian and i, I i'm i'm did you I'm see with him dad's response yeah he said what what did this he week. no this did, week oh, they no. recorded something for the pat mcafee show <laughs> oh, no, pat awesome. just look that's at awesome, pat mcafee though. on twitter or look I at Pittsburgh dad. he liked it where they shared it he recorded a video for aaron Rodgers that they played for aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it was and then he got on then he started going off on aj hawk and it was just <laughs> it, it was good stuff yeah. i i'm back on i'm actually on the bandwagon now i i've i finally it's just really uh put my my professional jealousy aside the fact that he's actually funnier than me and i've uh, i've come to grips with it i'm, I'm fine with uh, pittsburgh dad now so i think it's a combination of aaron Rodgers likely going to be able to go somewhere else next season him showing some love and a season after i don't know i thought it was a season I, after i, I think know. it's after this season i don't Early? know but then then you throw in like um uh, ben Stonium, who I, I know the people over there they're great people really funny they did a whole adele video with Mike Tomlin and uh, Aaron Rodgers like winking and grinning at each other. <laughs> it was really funny. Was it hello? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ben Stonium. Like actually. honestly, go to Ben Stonium and look that video up. It's really, really funny. And then they throw in like Ben Roethlisberger. And <laughs> it's just, it's great. Mm-hmm. I think it's a combination of all of that, uh, Felicia, to answer your question. Now, Grayson, he gave us $10. Thank you very much. I haven't seen Grayson as much this season. He said, first, every player that is a free agent is coming to the Steelers. <laughs> Second, yeah. the living- Michael Beck effect. The Beck effect. The Beck effect. It's like a Canadian cold front. All right. Uh, second, living in the spoiled past, expecting greatness every season with unrealistic expectations. Grayson's obviously talking about all of the things that annoy him about Steelers fans. I agree, Grayson. Thank you for the tip. We appreciate it. It's good to see you again. And, uh, Oh yeah, every player is going to the Steelers. Every yeah. single player for sure. Sean Manning oh, gives us two of them this week. Yeah, Sean Manning gives us two dollars. Just be happy we have Coach T and not Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's <laughs> clubbing it up somewhere. Yeah. yeah, that's rough. Um, just I just to follow up on stuff. Aaron Rodgers is under contract in 2022. It's 2023 that he has a void year. But I think it's that they're. I think that they're shopping him after this season, though. Yeah, I thought that was kind of an agreement they came to, but that's technically what his contract is right now, according right. to Over the Cap. So, just According to Over the Cap. Okay. Yes. All right. That was good. I wanted to break up the monotony yeah. of beating beating the dead horse that is Ben Roethlisberger struggles and all the other stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let's have some fun and let's talk about fans for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Let's do a little over-under here. Over-under. Y'all ready? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Ben Roethlisberger attempts. I'm going to keep the line the same as last week. 42 and a half over under Dave. What do you think? What was he last week? I think was it 40? Something like that. I'm, I'm I not think sure. he I'm was going... 40. Yeah. I, I was just curious how we did last week since you kept it the same line. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go under. I think it it's doesn't close, matter. What you... Sorry. It doesn't matter what the line was. Sorry. So you're saying under. Okay, Brian. I'll go on. Over under 42 and a half. I'm going under. The running game gets going. Helps them out. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm using my heart here, not my head. Under, uh, Najee Harris rushing yards, sixty-five and a half. Dave, sixty-five and a half rushing yards. I'm. Ooh, <laughs> you would think that they would pr- progress and build, but my goodness, does Denver have a good rush defense? You know, they just have a good defense in general. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to say over because. If the Steelers have a lead in the second half, they might have a tendency to run the ball more. And that's what I'm hoping happens. I'm not saying it will. That's just my hope and a prayer. So I will say over. Brian? I'm actually saying over too, because I think the rushing game is going to help out Ben. Like I just said, I kind of think uh, Dave's right. I, but the way that that running game could was going last week in the 4.1 yards a carry, I think he's going to get close to 20 carries this week. I'm going to go under because I, this is not a heart pick. This is a head pick. I just don't think that they're going to run the ball that much. Najee Harris receiving yard. Yeah, that set this worth. one at 45 and a half. So receiving yards, 45 and a half. Dave, go ahead. Hmm. Um, let's see. Like he had the big, big week the week before, but last week he was, he was at like, he was at 29. So you know what? This week, oh my goodness, I should I should have been smart and gone under on the r- rushing yards and over on this one. So if not, I almost feel like I have to then go under on this one because I don't think he does both of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Brian, what do you think? I'm going to say under. Uh, you know, I've been hoping he was going to break off that big one, but it, it just seems like that game plan is not consistent every single week and i don't know why so i just don't really see that i it dave's right if if they're going to go ahead and have if he's going to go ahead and have a decent running game i don't think that uh they're throwing him a bunch of passes i'm going to go under as well i think Najee harris is going to have a rather mundane week all right uh let's go with uh pat fryermuth receptions i think he's going to have a game i say set the line at four and a half dave what do you think about that Going under just because I would I would love for that more than anything. But does he even have that many? I mean, other than one game, does he even have that many targets in a game? I mean, he was targeted one time yeah. last game, and he was wide open on fourth down for a first down. And he I still called that targeted. by the way. I called that, Dave. You heard me. Right. All right. The, 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 <laughs> he was gonna, gonna be wide open. No, when yeah. he had motion, oh, I was yeah, like, no yeah. one's covering like, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian, over under four and a half. Over, they're going to need him if there's no James Washington and a possibly possibly no James uh, James Claypool, no Chase Claypool. So uh, James is his brother. Yeah. So I mean, really, <laughs> you know, James Roethlisberger is going to have to find James Fryermuth over the middle uh, right now. Um, they, they're going to need some help there, Jimmy. Yeah. And then, then there's Pat Claypool. That's his his American cousin. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Jesse James Fryman. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse caught the ball. Okay, quarterback <laughs> hit surrendered. Von Miller over there, six and a half. Ooh. Dave over under. Well, they they did less last week, right? They only gave up. Hold on, I I, I can six. Find I this think. Real quick. No, last they gave up five quarterback hits last week. Oh. So, so ten was, seven. They five, cut right? it in half. So, but you said it at what six and six and a half. Six and a half. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go barely under. I'm gonna think it's six. I think it's because it's just they're just too good of a defense. Okay, Brian. Barely under six. I'm gonna say over. I think Ben gets hit mm-hmm. a good bit, um, but it might just be seven, but that's still over. Yeah. All right, and uh let's go with TJ Watts two and a half. Dave, what do you think? I'll go. He tripped his way I to really, last week. I know. I, really, <laughs> I know the one was the one was a was was a trip, and the other was where Rogers slid and he touched it. <laughs> yeah. um, so I th- I, it's really going to depend on who's quarterbacking for Denver. We haven't even talked about that, but I'm going. I'm going to say two and a half. I'm going to say under. We'll, we'll get okay. with. I think he does a good job if he gets two. It would be a good job, Did, Brian. What yeah. do you think? So James Harrison's team record is 16 and you know, what's going to happen. He is going to go ahead and break James Harrison's record and he's going to do it in this game, but not the 16, 80, the 80.5 he's going to break. So I'm going to say 36 for DJ Watt this week. <laughs> over. 30, he's going to, he's going to have a good game. He's, yeah, he's 36. <laughs> DJ Finney, no, 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 that was so that 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 was that was so crazy. I'm like, I thought you pulled a Seattle has two losses for a second. I'm like, oh no, 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 okay, he's not gonna quite get 36, but he's gonna be over, he's gonna have a good yeah. game. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. So, so you're two. saying more, more than two and a half, but less than 36. That's, yeah. that's what you're going with. That's his, that's the range. That's his range. He's gonna fall into that range. And the last one here, and this is a different one, and I really hate to even bring this up, but I asked Brian this on Let's Ride when he joined me. Games played by Stefan Tuitt in 2021. Oh the over-under is seven. I'll go with Brian first because he already answered this, so he should know, and I'll give Dave some time to think. Brian I, I went under, and I'm not sure if he plays any games this season. Dave, well, if he doesn't, if you're looking at the bye week, there's still only 10 games after that. So, to me, just looking at it statistically, the wise statistical bet would be under. And yeah. Brian could be right, it could, it, it could be none. What happens Boy, contractually if that happens? Does his contract, if he doesn't even play and he's on injured reserve all year? Does his contract toll? I don't know if he's if it does with injured reserve. Well, what was the difference? Um, I, know it would, I know it would if he was pup. I know it would if he if he if he would have been put on pup to start the season. That you could do that. I'm not sure. I would have to research that a little bit. I was going to say, well, why that's a great question. Why wasn't he on pup? And what was the difference between Shazier's injury and his then, in terms of the labeling of the injury, not the injury? Well, itself. the thing is, if you put someone on pup, they can't come back before the sixth week of the season. I know that. So, the the only question is, did wasn't to it at least 
in uniform and doing some drills at some point? I don't know if he was ever doing anything other than working out like alongside TJ Watt. But oh, if you're on pup, I don't think you could even. I don't even know if you can uh, you do that. Right. I don't know. I'd have to look into it more. Ooh. You so, know, I don't I think don't this know. is an indictment on onto it. There's something no. really wrong with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, yeah, he, uh, he has a knee injury. That's something that Keith Butler kind of let the cat out of the bag on that one. Uh, and then obviously he's mourning the death of his brother after that hit and run accident down in Georgia this summer. So, um, yeah. Okay, that was just a random one there at the end. Good, good over under there. Let's talk about this game coming up. We don't know who the quarterback is for the Denver Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater did return to practice. Count me as stunned. I did not think that a player that was in the NFL's concussion protocol would ever be able to play that same week. Yet Teddy Bridgewater, who was in that protocol, started back limited on Thursday, didn't practice on Wednesday. It really does become a coin toss on who's going to play. I feel like... You know, I was on a radio show with a Denver radio, whatever, uh, today, and they asked me, like, what's your prediction? I said, it, I really feel like it depends on who's a quarterback. I would almost have a different prediction for Teddy Bridgewater than I would Drew Locke. But nonetheless, Dave, is the line still a, a half a point? The Steelers giving a half? Uh, I meant it is on tally site for where yeah. we do our picks. I was checking real quick here with Odd Shark because Odd Shark had it at one was the last that I saw it, but now it's the consensus on Odd Shark is even, probably because Bridgewater was limited today. Okay, so it's so it's a pick, it's a pick game, essentially. Yeah, and the over under is thirty nine point five. Thirty nine point five. Vegas knows. I, I thought it was going to be a low scoring game anyways, but all right, let's do yeah. our predictions and then we'll do bold predictions. We'll finish with trivia. So uh, Dave, let's go with you first. What's your prediction for this game? My prediction is I said on stat geek is that I think points are going to be at a premium. Um, people are like, well, yeah, look, the Steelers offense is there. It's not just that. It's also that Denver's defense does not give up points. I think they're averaging just over 12 points a game given up. Pitching a shutout will do that. Um, but that the and that this and that but their offense doesn't have a lot of points scored for them either. So I'm thinking it's going to be a low scoring affair. But me, I'm going to be in stadium. So that makes it a little bit different. And I really wish I knew which quarterback was playing because I think it's going to make a huge difference. And you say, how much of a huge difference? All it takes is one drive being a touchdown and not a field goal. That that change that could change everything in this game. And a splash play is going to mean, mean so much more in a low-scoring game than it does in a high-scoring game. Think about that. If you can get a pick six and the final scores, but neither team gets to the 20s, how much more impact does that have in the game? So things like that could really throw it off. But I'm just going to go 17 to 13, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like it. Brian Anthony Davis, what's your prediction? First of all, I don't think Denver – I think Denver has a potential to be a good team. I just don't think they they're do. there yet. And we're crowning them as a great team because they started out 3-0. and But look who they beat, the New York Giants the New York Jets, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is it, did they beat the Jets or was it the... the no, uh, you are correct. I did that on Saturday okay. this morning. It's, okay. a, so, it's a combined record of like 5-11 and 11 of all the teams they've played. And and three of those wins are because of the Baltimore Ravens. Exactly. They, they were 0-9 and 9 
at the end of week three and the Jets won last week. The Jaguars have not won and the Giants won last week. But look, that's, you know, when you're beating Patsies and then you're starting to play better teams, you're, you're going to see this team kind of uh, morph back into who they really are. They might be at best a uh, nine and eight team at best but they are not a great team. And here's a question I've got to ask everybody. When has Teddy Bridgewater become a football god? Because I don't think he is that great. So when Jeff, all due respect, Jeff, when you say it depends who's quarterback, I don't care who's I quarterback in this game. Oh, you said that, Dave? Yeah, I, I, said, said, no, I, I said it too. Yeah, yeah, Jeff said it too. Yeah. I don't care who the quarterback on this team is this week. I think the Steelers, if their defense gets back to who they can be and they they rush the passer. They're going to put this team in a conundrum, and they are going to knock them around. If that happens, the if the offense finds themselves, this is a lot of ifs, but if they find themselves, they're going to be in a lot better shape. I could see a lot of field goals in this this game by both teams, but when I say see a lot of field goals, I'm thinking of the possibility of four field goals by Chris Boswell and two touchdowns by the Steelers. That's 26 points, and that's realistic. That's actually realistic to get two touchdowns and get those field goals. And I, I could see the, the Broncos uh, with an opportunity to win the game with a field goal, but not get down close enough, kind of like last season. So I'm looking at 26 to 24 in favor of the Steelers. Okay. I, I think that Bridgewater, if he does one thing, he protects the football. Yeah. That's the biggest difference for me. It's not so much of what he does different, like arm talent, strength, mobility, anything like that. No, I think he and Drew Locke are pretty comparable. And that's, and that's huge. Regard. That's huge. He protects the football. Drew Locke's going to take those chances, and, and that's where the Steelers could get an extra possession or two. I'm going to assume that Bridgewater's available. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game no matter what. I have the Steelers winning this one. I know, shocker. Pittsburgh 20, Denver 16. So I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think we all agree on that, which typically means it's going to be a shootout. So get ready. It's going to be a lot of scoring. You, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying too. When I'm like, of, of course, if I do it all, an entire podcast about how I think it's going to be, you know, points at a premium, watch them both score in the thirties. Final score, that, 49 Jeff, to 37. You, you basically have my same score, except you have each team with one more field goal. Correct. Correct. So, so there you go. Yeah. Do we, we have trivia. Uh, Brian, do you have one too? Yes, I do, and it's a relatively short one. Let's do Brian's first step. Oh, that's great, but tell us about your trivia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Denver Broncos have been playing this series uh, since the early 70s, and in fact, I believe they played for the first time in 1970, which is true, and in this series, how many times have the Steelers won back-to-back -back games against the Denver Broncos? Well, I'll tell you this, because I, I, look, I did these stats last year for the Denver game, and I'm trying to remember as much as I could. Denver, until the Steelers beat them last year, weren't they, they were like one of the worst teams that the Steelers had record, record against until they beat them last year by beating them last year. It actually moved them ahead of, I think the bears actually of who the Steelers are the worst record against. So it's if, so the question, how many times have they beat them back to back? 
Yes. I'm going to say none based on that, but it, 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 it either way, I think it's a small number. I'm going to say one. Jefferson Hartman, come on down. You've actually Yay. got one right. Yeah. So um, Dave is correct. Uh, 12, 20, and 1 is the record when these two teams play, and that 12 for the Steelers is the only – only. Uh, it's not very good. And Dave's right. This is one of the worst opponents that they can ever get. Now, in a 10-month stretch, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat this team three times in 1978. In the regular season in 1978 on Monday Night Football, in the playoffs. Playoffs? playoffs. <laughs> in the playoffs, uh, they beat them in... I believe it was December of that year. They were they were playing divisional games in December. Now we play them in April. Uh, and <laughs> then the next season, they beat them once again. So that was, that was three games in a row. But never the rest of those games, nine times, it was only one. It was only a one-game winning streak. That makes sense. Nine times. All right, Dave, your yeah. trivia time. Yeah, I figured it was either – that it was either going to be zero or one just based on that. My trivia is about the Pittsburgh Steelers and their and and starting their season being at one and three. Um the Steelers have done this. I went back, I, I thought about only going back to 78 when they went to 16 games, but I went all the way back to, to the merger. I went back to 1970. And you know, Steelers fans, we don't care about anything before that. One year before that's really all that matters because it was when Chuck Knoll started and, and Joe Green. But going back to 1970, the Steelers have started with a one and three record. I um hold on. <laughs> I gotta count them up again. I'm pretty sure it's 10 times. 10 or this is the 10th year, the 10th time that they've ever that they've started with a record of one and three. Now that's not counting no one four. This is exactly one and three. But in those times, the Pittsburgh Steelers have made the playoffs twice. So they actually have a better average than the league average of, and that's including this this year, even if it's even if it's not, because really it's you know, I'm still counting 10 and not even nine because we haven't finished the season yet where they have made the playoffs. And not only that, they have even won a playoff game in both of those times that they made the playoffs starting one and three. Do you know what the two seasons were that the Steelers started one and three and made the playoffs? Good, Jeff, go ahead. I I, no, I know it. I, absolutely. So you go ahead. I don't know. Good. <laughs> Give me one of them, Jeff. Take a shot. When they're one and three and made the playoffs. They started one and three and they made the playoffs. I literally don't know. Go ahead, Brian. Just answer the question. Tommy Maddox, 2002. That they finished. What was their record? You remember? Ten and six, or no? There was a there was a, a tie. There was a tie there. against Atlanta. Five, five and one. You are Atlanta. correct. Ten, they won. They won in the wild card. Lost in the division round. Yep, Joe Nedney. I hate you. Yeah, yes. Tennessee um, Titans. Don't get Gosh, me darn it. Don't start that. And I believe 1974, the first year that they won the Super Bowl, didn't they start out one and four? Uh, it was not 1974. If they started one and four, they might have started. You know when was, when that was 1976? Win? It was. You are correct. It's 1976 where they started one and three. Both of those seasons they ended up w with ten wins. And remember, 76. It's only in 14 games. Um, so those, yes, those were the times that they made the playoffs still 
even though they started one and three. Now, I will also tell you this. The Steelers, the last time the Steelers started one and three and did not finish with at least 500, which is really tough to do this year because you'd need a tie to do it, was actually 1988. So ever since then, ever since 1990, which was the year they started one and three, they've still managed to pull off, you know, at least eight wins that, you know, they did it. 2019, they did it. And in 2006, they did it where they had, had eight wins. But every other time, it's been nine or 10 wins. So the problem is, is when you start looking at when teams are one and four. When they're one and four, it's not good. Except in 1976, they started one and four and then won nine straight games. That's something else. That, that Tommy Gunn year was fun. The 2002 season was a lot of fun. It ended horribly, but it was a lot of fun. All right, let's do final thoughts quickly. Uh, we'll go with Brian first. Go ahead. All right, my final thought is absolutely this. Sure, a lot of people think that uh, it's over now. I'm not ready to say it's over. Like I, I talked about earlier, I'm not ready to call for the priest. In fact, I'm thinking about that 2002 season and how there was a nice run in there after starting off one and three. They uh, they lost their fourth, their uh, third game there to the New Orleans Saints, and everybody thought it was over then. But I actually think that this team is just like the offensive line is going to find their way together. And this is a team that loves that loves to prove the doubters wrong. And I think they're tired of it. And I think they're ready to go ahead and uh, start getting a little luck, make luck, and start getting some things on their side. I think you might be seeing 500 with this team very, very soon. All right, Dave. Yeah, I'm kind of going to piggyback off a little bit of what Brian said and kind of reiterate some stuff I said earlier, dip back into the trivia and whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's one and three. It's not good, but it's all in, but it's all where you go from here. If you look at this as, as a 16 game season, like we have for how many years, you know, the 17th game just kind of throws it in there that they would have just finished their first quarter of the season. No team is out of the playoffs or anything playoffs in the first quarter of the season. You're just not. All it does is put you in a, in a harder position later in the season, based on things that happen. Now, any team can turn it around at this time. Now, the problem is Steeler fans don't have the confidence in this team. You know, the offense hasn't scored more than 17 points in a game. The defense, it seems like whether one position or another is dealing with injury and just, you know, haven't been able to put it together since week one, uh, the, the, like the way they did against Buffalo, who was absolutely stomping everybody ever since. So the thing is, you're only as bad as your next game. So remember that. Bottom line is, that's why this game is so important, why it's not the quote-unquote do or die, because by definition, as Jeff laid that out, it's not like if you lose, you're out of the playoffs. But that's what this week is now. Everything is about this week and building from this week forward, because the Steelers just have to live in the present right now, and the present is preparing for week five. Well said. Well said. Well, I, I want to remind all the listeners out there that, uh, you know, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers and your podcast platform, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe so that you get all of those podcasts directly to your phone so you don't miss anything. Whether it's the Injury Report podcast, the Mike Tomlin recaps, 
all of our podcasts line up morning, noon, evening. It's all there for you. So check it out. All right, gentlemen, good show. Let's hope the Steelers win. I will be there at the post game show. Everyone was freaking out last week because I, I don't. And do I will a, be there at the game, so Gabe I will not will be, be on so the post game show. But, but we having a third, Brian. Yeah, we we have a uh, player to be named later, and I'm not going to mention that yet. So, in fact, tune in to find out who is going to be on the show, and it's going to be really exciting. I think you're going to love it. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because if I can get, make sure I have oh, signal yeah, and everything else and can have, and you know, you they've been having a lot of difficulties with people with their service at the stadium because of all the electronic tickets. So I can't guarantee it, but that's the plan is we'll have at least one, if not two Facebook, li- Facebook live, YouTube live um, videos coming from the stadium on Sunday, uh, as long as we can get that to work. All right. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey. Have a good day, everyone. We'll see you next week. Go Steelers. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.